and welcome back to Millennial Mental Health. This is Stephanie Contra O'Hara, licensed professional counselor. Today we're going to dive a little bit into comparing and what it means to find yourself in this mental block of always wanting to compare yourself to your friend or who you see on Facebook or Instagram, TikTok, and how you can try to regain a sense of mind and a sense of self by pulling away from comparison. So we talked a little bit about choices in a previous podcast and how sometimes when we make choices, we have a path that kind of sets us on. And each of these paths are individual. And I bring that up to mention that it's really unfair for us to compare our journey to someone else's journey because typically no person's choices are exactly the same as another person's. So just to start off, it's unfair to compare. I should put that on a (laughs) t-shirt. Anyways, as a result, we always end up comparing ourselves and coming out looking like we're less than or bad because we could be comparing ourselves to someone else's strengths or someone else's successes. Even though this person that you're comparing yourself to probably does have weaknesses or things that are maybe failures in their lives or what could be considered failures in their life. And when you compare yourself, there's this like artificially inflated comparison, especially with social media. People are only posting like the highlight reel, like what they would want on a billboard. And it, you find or they find themselves in these short-lived boost of ego when someone likes that post or follows their page. And it sets them up to be compare with others, but as you see it, you're comparing yourself to that highlight reel. Again, super unfair for you to be doing that to yourself. And we often end up resenting other people when we do this, especially when we don't really even know them because we're only seeing this one side. And having resentments in your life is fairly unhealthy So trying to let go of this comparison can bring you closer to having deeper connections with that person rather than trying to finding yourself resenting them. So some ways to help you break the habit of comparing yourself to others is first awareness. Awareness is key. As with anything that I ever deal with in the counseling office, with my clients is trying to build up their awareness, awareness of their thoughts, behaviors, and feelings. Because if you don't have awareness, it's going to be difficult to change. So recognizing every time you find yourself comparing and becoming conscious of that decision, hopefully will help it become an easier practice to stop yourself, which is the next step. So once you realize you're doing these comparisons, give yourself a pause. Don't get upset with yourself or put yourself down. It's just important to acknowledge the thought of the comparison and gently focus on it. And then gently try to change that focus. 
it's important to practice gratitude and find yourself appreciating what you do have and how lucky you are for the things that you do have rather than focus on all the things that you feel like you don't have or that you don't have enough of. Focus on your strengths. Instead of looking at your weaknesses, ask yourself, what are your strengths and celebrate them? Be proud of them. It's important to be humble, but it's also important to see what value you're adding. It's also really important to acknowledge that you're not going to be perfect. There's an entire book written by Brene Brown called The Gifts of Imperfection. And I know that we probably all know intellectually that we can't be perfect and that's some sort of like illusion that we've all built up. But trying to connect emotionally with this idea of letting go of perfection can really help you heal and be more accepting of yourself and where you're at rather than spending your time comparing. It's also important not to knock yourself down. Sometimes we'll try to criticize others or criticize ourselves to somehow, I don't know, tell ourselves that we can do better next time or beat ourselves up so we'll push ourselves more or we'll criticize others so we can look better or feel better. But taking yourself down or someone else doesn't really have any benefit. It's usually just destructive and will damage the relationship that you have with others and yourself. It's important not to rank yourself to other people. Life is a journey and it's not a competition. And this kind of goes back with the choices episode as well. I mentioned that, you know, at the end of life, there is no like award ceremony or finish line. We're all just doing the best that we can to create a life worth living and to create a life of meaning. So try to take your focus off of being the most successful or being the smartest or the fastest or the fittest or whatever you are in competition with others about. Ask yourself what the value of that really is and are you really finding enjoyment out of being in that competition with others? It's also important to learn to love enough. If you always want what others have, you will never have enough. You'll always want more and this becomes this like endless cycle and it never leads to happiness. No matter how many things you have or houses you own or whatever, you can acquire everything and still feel like you don't have enough or that you're not good enough. And even this comparison that you can have with yourself of like, okay, well, last week I ran a 12-minute mile. This week, I'm going to run an 11 and a half minute mile. And next week, I'm going to run an 11 minute mile. I'm not saying it's not good to have goals, but to constantly be comparing yourself to others or even to yourself can lead you to this like destructive cycle because when is enough enough? When is being good enough arrived? 
I just want you to really think about those things before you find yourself down this destructive path of comparison. And it's so easy nowadays with us being constantly informed about what other people are doing or what other people have done. And it's important to separate ourselves from that and to enjoy like what's in the moment and to be more mindful with what we're creating and who we are and what connections we have rather than, oh, well, you know, Larry got that promotion last week. Now he's probably going to get a a penthouse apartment. Or, oh, did you see Sally? She just lost 15 pounds. I'm such a ugly lady. I can't possibly be as, as attractive as she is. Like all of those statements are just, it's not just like negative towards them. It's negative towards yourself. You may think that you're you know, trying to build yourself up or to criticize them, to take them down. But these jealousies and comparisons are just traps that our ego falls into over and over again. And that's all it is, is is ego talk and, and narcissism. But if we spend more time having space in our lives for other people to have accomplishments and for us to have accomplishments and those to be equally worthy, and equally valuable, we oftentimes will have more success. You know, I think as a, as a woman, speaking as a woman, women compare themselves to other women so much. It's, and it's not even for other things outside of just being the best woman. Like it's sometimes it's so crazy. Like oftentimes hear women say, well, I don't wear makeup for men. I wear makeup for other women. And I'm like, why, why, (laughs) what are you trying to, to do? Be the most attractive female in the room to impress other females? Like, why are we always trying to impress one another? Why is everything just, again, this like competition? Oh, this person has a A Louis Vuitton bag, like that's impressive. I need to buy a Louis Vuitton bag too. It's so entrenched in capitalism, even not to go down like a whole other rabbit hole here, but I think that these things are taught to us in order to encourage us to constantly spend our money or to be always striving for more and more and more. These tie into a lot of different topics that we're probably going to continue to cover on millennial mental health about capitalism and hustle culture and why everyone feels like giving people trophies is a bad thing or why more people are going to college than before, why people are delaying marriage, like all of these things, I think all tie back into comparison. Even other generations compare other generations to themselves. Like, oh, millennials are launching later in life than baby boomers did. Oh, um, Gen Z is more tech savvy than any other generation before. And yes, comparison can highlight trends, but when you 
narrow it down. Like what is comparing one group of people to another group of people really doing? I mean, you can dive into this idea of comparison in so many different ways, like amongst race, amongst genders. It's just, I don't know, like, aren't we all just people? Aren't we all just trying to do the best that we can at the end of the day? We're not trying to, you know, create some sort of like toxic environment for one another, but we do so unknowingly and following in these destructive and toxic habits that possibly we're even unaware of. So trying to tune into those a little bit more frequently, I think, can help everyone just have more awareness and maybe more I don't know, like peace in our life, maybe if you just acknowledge that it is kind of like a rat race and it is all about comparison and you don't have to participate in that if you don't want to. Um, or if you are going to participate in it, call it for what it is. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in this week and I hope you tune in next time and have a great week.